0: I'm here with Greg Simon, CEO for Loyal. Can you tell us about your vision for Loyal and your value proposition for traditional loyalty and rewards operators?
1: Absolutely, I would love to. So I started Loyal uh, about five years ago, coming on six years now. And originally, the uh, intention of starting Loyal was to improve the experience for members of loyalty programs. Uh, I'm sure you and all of the listeners are a member of multiple loyalty programs. On average, we all are members of, believe it or not, 12 loyalty programs, Uh, but they are incredibly difficult and frustrating complicated to use. And that was the um, original motivation of me, in addition to the fact that I'm kind of passionate about blockchain technology, which is sort of the magic sauce of uh, our offering. Uh, and then as we developed the business, we found that blockchain solves uh, some significant pain points within the industry that really aren't visible to the end user or the member of the program. But by solving those pain points, we can achieve that initial objective of improving the program experience for the member and therefore increasing uh, loyalty of the member of the program. So for the loyalty and awards operators, the long-term vision is for us to be able to uh, reduce first off the, the, the operating costs that they have in particular when it comes to working with partners. So people nowadays, they don't just want to earn their miles and use them, uh, to buy a seat on an airplane. You know, we've been spoiled with this potential of using these as currencies. And they're effectively privately issued currencies by airlines or hotels or whatever it may be. Uh, but the the programs that want to give us that um that, that uh, offering. But with current technology, it makes it quite cumbersome to have multiple partners integrated with the program and allow us to use it in a pain-free way. So the first step to get to our vision of oil is to remove those obstacles. So when you do earn a mile, you can go to a hotel or you can go to a restaurant or a resort and you can spend those just as cash, instantly paying for it with, as if it was any type of uh, government-issued cash, but now it's an airline-issued cash, uh, and it functions as currency, and it goes the other way. You can earn it as currency, so it opens up the opportunity for you to use these miles or rewards that you have earned for your loyalty as cash. Beyond that, we're going into some very exciting things. One is when you incorporate smart contracts into a blockchain, which we have You can have highly customized incentivization based upon the member's lifestyle. So you probably have experienced getting an email from a program that is just a bulk email that's sent out, has the same content for everybody, and it doesn't really speak to you and the things that you value in your life, things you've done in the past, things that probably you will do in the future as a result of looking at what we have done in the past. A very small number of VIP members do get that because it requires currently going through a set of rules that only people can do. And that's not really scalable. Well, we can take that set of rules and we can put those into a smart contract and we can deploy those secured across a blockchain environment. I like to think of them as something like a little digital concierge for all the rest of us and so now that little digital concierge is always looking at the same data available that the human concierge is doing for the vip members except it's better they don't sleep they don't take a break they don't make mistakes and that way each of us can get this personalized incentivization based upon things we've done in the past on the things that we do now and it will dramatically change the experience between the member of the program and the program offer in that, it's achieving what their original objectives were to make your life better based by guiding you towards consumption based upon things that you value, that you uniquely value as opposed to others. There's other things that we can do that sort of behind the scenes doesn't really affect the consumer that much. But for the issuer of these large programs, uh, it's a basically when they you get a mile or something, they have to put that as a liability on their balance sheet. So it's kind of like a liability line item on their balance sheet. And I won't get too much into the specifications there, but it can become quite big and quite expensive. And we have highly specific tools that are only possible through blockchain to allow them to manage that uh, program liability better.
0: Now, taking a bit of a step back, um, what is your background, Greg, and how did you first get excited about blockchain?
1: Yeah, sure. So my background is I'm originally from Nebraska in the United States, grew up there and I uh, double majored in accounting in Japanese. Don't ask me why, but I did. And I really love studying Japanese. So I did a few years of study abroad in Japan. And then when I graduated, I went, worked for a few years in Japan out of school. I liked it a lot, went back to get my MBA from Columbia University in New York. Immediately went back to Japan and I worked uh, another 12 years in Japan in investment banking. Um, I had acquired a, the CPA exam. I passed that when I finished school, but I wanted to go... Uh, into finance instead, and so I spent uh, 12 years working in Tokyo in investment banking and um, major houses, J.P. Morgan and whatnot. And I, through the towards the end of my career, it's a pretty common path for people who got into Bitcoin and blockchain from finance. The more I learned about the financial system, you know, the more uncomfortable I became with how it's basically structured. To benefit of a small number of people at the expense of all the rest of us and it kind of made me uncomfortable and it's kind of why i left investment banking And uh, again that was the end of 2012. in after that i had taken a look at bitcoin uh, but oddly enough it was to debunk it thinking what a silly idea to have this digital currency that you can't hold or touch and there's no issuer uh, but obviously once you take a look at the underlying technology with distributed ledger, the consensus algorithm, the ability to decentralize without a, issue, a centralized issuer, but still trust the integrity of the currency. Uh, it's really a game changer. Uh, and it, I equate the understanding of that moment uh, to in the movie Matrix where, you know, where Neo wakes up and they pull that cord out from the back of his head. Uh, that's a, kind of the equivalent because I, I from that day until today, I still firmly believe this, the distributed ledger is going to transform society to a degree much greater than the internet. Uh, Something more along the lines of the invention of electricity and how that transforms society. So I've been really passionate about it ever since. I started out talking about Bitcoin and presenting about Bitcoin. And then as the technology started to evolve to the point where I could see we would have a new type of blockchain that was created for corporations or enterprise use, they're called private permission blockchains uh, that I wanted to get involved in that particular segment of the market uh, to with the intention of wanting to spread the use of distributed ledger beyond just people who are passionate about using Bitcoin as currency, but into the broader enterprise market. And that's kind of how I got started in loyal. I don't have any background in loyalty and I wasn't a technical person. I just knew um, without any reservation that the loyalty industry is the best application of blockchain hands down. And I didn't want to let that opportunity uh, go. So that's how I got started.
0: Hmm. And I'd I'd like to unpack that a bit further and look at one of the um, really exciting milestones you've had in this loyalty space recently. Can you describe further the relationship that Loyal has with um, Emirates Airlines and what kind of traction you've had to date?
1: Absolutely, I'd love to. Emirates Airlines is a fantastic customer of ours. They are uh, consistently winning um, innovation awards year after year uh, for their pioneering work in technological innovation and other things. We first met Emirates Airlines in 2016 when I was in Dubai, uh, Loyal is a member of what's called the um, Dubai International Blockchain Council that is uh, s- set up under the prime minister's office. Uh, and Emirates is also a member of that. And I met a member of um, the representative of Emirates who is in the innovation department there and came up to me after I presented to, to the council. Super excited. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love what you're talking about. Can we kick the tires together? And that's how we got started. We started, we did a few workshops in New York and we did uh, some workshops in Dubai. And the relationship with Emirates was really critical because back in 2016, we kind of had an idea of how we could add value to these uh, large enterprise loyalty programs. But we're the first to do this. We are doing true invention. It's not like we're taking we're making a better MySpace, we're making a better LinkedIn, we are making the first for this industry. And so we're kind of refining it as we go. And when Emirates showed interest, the rest of the industry was still trigger shy. It's a new technology that being introduced into an industry that is traditionally not uh, known for uh, being high risk takers. With Emirates, we were able to find some very promising Uh, applications uh, for program operators in terms of where they could benefit in terms of cost savings and other things and so that led to doing a pilot together in Dubai in the end of 2018. Uh, It was about a six-month pilot and we did that with a local partner of theirs it's a rideshare service company and the intention of the pilot was to see how much savings can Emirates find by using loyal versus the current industry standard which is something called a batch file system Uh, and very briefly on that without a shared database if you spend miles at a partner uh, the partner stores the that transaction on their own centralized siloed database and at the end of the month they'll send what's called a batch file over to Emirates and will reconcile their balance with the Emirates database. And that process is done with every single partner. And this is the industry standard. So what Emirates found at the end of this program, the end of this pilot in Dubai was that uh, a significant cost savings with the partner because that whole batch file system is effectively eliminated. So when you get into the rideshare service that is powered by Loyal, when you pay with your Skyward Mile, that payment, Transaction from your wallet to the rideshare service driver's wallet is broadcast to the distributed ledger, and, and that becomes instant reconciliation inherent within Loyal. And incidentally, the user experience doesn't change at all, it's all the same apps and whatever it may be now. We estimate that that change to Loyal will save uh, Emirates and any other program operator 80 to 90 percent of the operating costs with those partners. So I'm gonna say that again, because it's not often you have such a big change, 80 to 90% reduction in partner operating costs. Right now in this industry, the number one priority for programs is expanding their partners. The obstacle to doing that is it's expensive to have partners. So they're limited to only partners that are of a certain size or of a certain amount of um, trust. We can allow them to dramatically expand partners now, because of this huge reduction of the break-even point. Because of that, uh, Emirates decided to go into production. Uh, the decision was made in March of last year. Um, one of the um, one of the uh, the sort of frustrating things that has that Loyals experienced over the years is we were we were. We weren't able to tell the market about all these things we were doing with Emirates because uh, we weren't a uh, production vendor with them yet. And that's their policy. And I understand that. And so it was kind of hush hush. Uh, But then uh, after they decided to go into production in March of last year, then we went through a very rigorous uh, production vendor process. approval process. Basically, it's very stringent uh, security testing and performance testing and um, all these things that's required to go to what's we're called a tier one production vendor uh, for Emirates Airlines. Happy to say that after a 10-month period through all of last year, uh, we passed that. And so then we signed a three-year uh, production vendor agreement. It's called a master supply agreement, according to their terms, uh, for a th- three-year period to be uh, the exclusive provider of Uh, blockchain solutions for the Emirates uh, Skywards program. Uh, And now they are in what's called production integration with Loyal.
0: Now, uh, building on that, uh, that's some really exciting traction that you've had. And I guess I, I wanted to hear a bit more about, um, you know, you, you mentioned the, the, the cost-saving aspect. You mentioned the, um, the, the, the reduction in times, particularly around rec- reconciliation processes. Um, uh, Greg, can you outline further what are some of the main benefits that um, Emirates Skywards and uh, their members will experience by um, using Loyal's um, blockchain technology here?
1: Yeah, you know, there's so many. I think we would go into many hours. And honestly, there's probably some we don't even know about yet. The blockchain is so amazing by eliminating inefficiency and eliminating redundant processes that you know we're just we're still discovering new things that it can do to benefit the program and the partners. The biggest one though is and I from the perspective of a member of the program, is you're you can instantly earn and redeem your miles. Right. So all of us now experience a delay in receiving our miles or a delay in spending it and then having that be verified. That's gone. With a blockchain, you have instant earn, instant spend. So the, 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 the liquidity and the ability to use those miles and the convenience of them improved dramatically by the user. Another one that they'll experience going forward now is a big expansion of where you can use your Skyward miles. So as I said before, because each partner integration was unique and because that reconciliation process was uh, so cumbersome previously, and incidentally, I didn't mention the integration. Right now, there's a unique partner integration for every partner. It is a major headache for all of these programs, not just Emirates, but the other ones that we're talking to basically in the industry. That's all eliminated and there's only one integration uh, through Loyal. So you can imagine taking uh, hundred plus integrations, scrapping them and then just having one and telling every new partner integrate through Loyal. And there's no added um, um, process for you. For the user, by having that infrastructure now, we're gonna have so many more places where we can earn our miles or spend our miles and the versatility of those as digital currencies increases dramatically. And so for us, it's a lot more valuable because we can use it throughout our day in different places. For the program, it's extremely valuable because that transaction volume is what drives program revenue. The more places you have to spend, the more will be spent. And then as the transaction volume increases, the revenue increases, while at the same time, the profit margins for the program have also increased dramatically. So you have this really great Goldie ox scenario for the program of rising revenue with expanding margins. The last one, which is a little bit more sort of futuristic uh, in that it's new concept for people, but we actually are able to do it now, but it probably won't come out for a little bit because it's so groundbreaking is the ability to have multi-branded rewards. Again, without getting too technical, currently when you have a mile or a hotel reward, there's only one brand on there. And that's basically because if you had two brands on one reward, then one of those brands would have to trust the other to be custodian of that value because we only have siloed databases. On a blockchain, the trust is within the distributed environment. And so now you can have a mile that is at the same time a hotel reward so they these programs can come together and they can reward us for sequential behavior for example uh, imagine i take a rideshare service to the airport and then i fly on an airline uh, to uh, a specific airline to a specific brand resort let's say these three brands have a agreement where if i do these three legs of a customer journey then i receive something called like a super point or a tri-branded reward that i could spend according to whatever rules right now for those three different brands to share the data of confirming i've done those legs in that customer journey it's basically impossible but when you have a blockchain particularly what we're on which is um, hyper ledger fabric which has certain characteristics that allow you to discriminatively share data. Uh, Hmm. Now they can share that only with those three brands. So, and the, the, the confirmation of me doing those actions are on the chain. It's only shared with those three brands. And now as I do those three, I can get rewarded for that sequential behavior. Again, we're not able to do this now, but we, you can do that now with loyal. And I'm really excited about these things coming out in the future, because these are really game changing. It's stuff you had never even fathomed before. Uh, But for the user, we will have – it's new experiences for us to, be, to, to experience these brands and to get rewarded for things we're already doing in, in unique ways.
0: That's great stuff. I, um, I guess looking ahead now, what, what does the year ahead look like for Loyal and how do you see your company growing?
1: Well, i got to tell you, this is the most exciting year uh, ever for us. And I say that uh, with all sincerity. So like I said, we're, we're about to enter our sixth year. And we're an enterprise software company, and we're creating the first version of this product uh, that in the whole world. So it's been a long, difficult process for us to invent something that solves an existing market problem uh, where there wasn't a pre-existing competitor for us to compare ourselves to or copy to. So, you know, people have, uh, rightfully so... Um, been saying hey wh- why does it take a little so long <laughs> and i wish it didn't <laughs> um but that's the reason why but there's there's magic to being the first and that is uh there's no one really behind us because we've solved problems that didn't have solutions previously and nobody knows how we solved them and um we now have emirates in production use we can talk about it it's in the public domain, and so you know this is what's historically called a blue ocean strategy amongst the you know entrepreneur community, and that means there's an entire industry that's basically seeing no growth because there's in uh, there's a bottleneck prohibiting growth, and uh, we've introduced a, a technology that introduces the dramatic ability to grow, and we're the only ones that can do it. So logically, the entire industry should adopt it. In enterprise software, getting the first customer is always the hardest and once you get that first one because for these companies it's a big uh, uh, transaction for them to switch vendors for software or get a new vendor for software like I mentioned it was almost a year for us to go through this vetting process Emirates doesn't want to do that with someone else and no one else wants to do that with someone else so the first one shows the rest of the industry oh look Emirates is using them okay that must be something worth using and then the rest now should accelerate So we're really excited this year that we've got our first customer on board. Uh, We're going to be migrating partners over this year. And over the five years or so we've been in business, the benefit of that is we've developed a rapport with all the major airlines, most of the major hotels, many of the major banks. They know of us. They know our value proposition. They get it. Beautiful thing is the industry Broadly understands that it will go to loyal to blockchain at some time, hopefully loyal, uh, and just waiting to see someone else do it. You know, just because you're not really sure, but now that's there, and so we are seeing a huge acceleration of interest. Uh, coming into us from all those relationships and prospects in our uh, sales pipeline that we've developed. And it is out of control. We are working 30 hours a day, barely able to keep up. Um, we're expanding the capital that we're raising right now because it's uh, so exciting how quickly now people are reacting uh, to to the Emirates news.
0: Fantastic. Uh, are there any other uh, final comments you'd like to make there?
1: Well, I just got to say, I love Loyal. I'm so passionate about it. Uh, it's, blockchain is such a revolutionary invention, and the loyalty industry is the perfect application for it. Uh, we've worked very hard, our team, for five years to get a product that's viable on the market, that uh, is accepted by the market and is proven to add value. Uh, in the market. And now I want to say thank you to everybody who had the patience to wait for us to get through all these challenges, um, particularly our major investors being behind us all this time. Uh, and this is going to be an excellent year for us to go on public and show, you know, what we've done and hopefully show the growth and get the public excited about what we've built.
0: Greg, thank you so much for your time there.
1: Excellent. Thank you very much.